been passed by this. It's been overlooked. I remember seeing it when it first came out and um, I remember loving it and then sort of forgetting to watch it again. Came out in 87. I don't know if it's Danny DeVito's first directorial foray. This is Throw Mama from the Train. Which is... I mean, it's... What a lot of people have said about this film is that the action's not nasty enough to... to really push the basis, which is the the crisscross killing from Strangers on a Train, the Hitchcock movie. And there's an awful lot of Hitchcock references here. And although... I can understand that they might want a bit more nastiness. The whole thing is a broad caper movie and also fits in to the kind of Woody Allen Neuroses movie. You see, starring opposite Danny DeVito, you've got Billy Crystal, who I really miss in big movies. Maybe he doesn't want to do big movies anymore, but I love him in these these kind of movies. He's uh, a failed writer because his wife, who's now incredibly popular, has stolen his book. Hot Fire, it's called. <laughs> and she's on all the Oprah stuff and all the Oprah guests in this film. And he wants to, he, he teaches a creative writing class. But really, he's very open about actually wanting to kill his wife. He doesn't really want to kill her. He just says he does. Because he hates her, and he really does. He's also stuck on his next novel. And really, to all intents and purposes, to everybody else, his first novel, and he gets, all he can do is, the night was, and he can't decide, the night was humid, the night was hot, the night was wet, he can't, the night was moist, he comes up with the one point, he's blocked and he can't do it, can't write. He's trying to have another relationship with another teacher, who's really key to get to know him, but he can't shake the idea of his wife. So, he's Larry Donner, and one of his students is Owen Lift, played by Danny DeVito, who is also trying to write, because a writer always writes, is what he's told by Larry, but he is enthralled to his mother. It's an extraordinarily large performance by Anne Ramsey. Now, the rumour is that Danny DeVito had worked with Anne before, and of course she's in the Goonies, and um, invited her for an audition, and since that time, She'd, she'd not been well health-wise and was slightly changed um, in the way that he'd, from what from the way he knew her before. But when he saw her, when she read for it, he thought she has to do this part. I don't know if this story is correct. This is something that someone's recounted to me, but the performance is huge and, you, and has no redeeming features, particularly. At one point, she makes she 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 calls. I mean, she makes a racial slur to um, to Billy Crystal's character. She says what? And then it's just glossed over. It's fallen because she's a whirlwind of anger and frustration and nastiness. It's just forgotten. But you think, did she really say that? You know, um, extraordinary on so many levels. Now, she was nominated for an Oscar, Golden Globes, and won an award for this, for, 
her performance as a supporting actor. And it's really good to see that that happened because it's not the kind of performance you would usually expect an Oscar, a person to be nominated for an Oscar for. Four, four, which makes eight. She didn't get eight Oscars, or indeed any Oscars, on this performance, but she was nominated, and that's fantastic. If it was a heavier film, or a nastier film, this character couldn't exist in this way. It has to be broad. It has to be cartoon. At one point, Owen brings back his mate, Larry, to the house because he believes he's done the murder of the the ex-wife. He believes he's killed her by pushing her over the side of a ship. So, crisscross. He wants Larry to off his mother. Larry is already being thought of as the as the main suspect for the death anyway. <laughs> so he's so he's in a bad way, whatever happens. But there's a scene where they're at, at breakfast, mother comes in, oh well, which is she's just screaming the whole time. You know, who's this? It's our cousin Patty. We don't have a cousin Patty. And you can see Danny DeVito's character Owen thinking. I need to make this fly. I don't want to upset my mum. This is the worst thing that could happen. She could hurt me physically. She's slapping him all the time. You can see him thinking, what, what do I do? You lie to me. Smacks him over the head with a cast iron frying pan. And it doesn't kill him. He just gets up. It's a bit, it's a bit of... It's one of those cartoon feels. That's the important feeling here. It's, it's got some stylistic, certainly camera shots of... The kind of swirling vertigo thing, and the and uh, and the and, and the close-up coming in and moving out to people's faces, very Hitchcockian. And we do see Danny DeVito, Owen left, watching *Strangers on a Train*. <laughs> you know, which which is where he gets the idea from. He misunderstands. He wants to be friends with, but there is a lovely moment. It's about connection. This. Larry Donner can't connect with anybody because his anger at his ex-wife stops him. Owen Lift can't connect with anybody either because his mother stops him. And it's not just about... It, it really is a dark comedy, this, because he's killed Larry's wife so that he can be friends with him, really. We will be part of this. I've committed a murder, you commit a murder, and then we will both... There'll be murders of my mom and your ex-wife, and that will bond us. There's a lovely moment where he says, I want to show you my coin collection. I've never shown it to anyone before. Here's a nickel, here's a nickel, here's another nickel, here's a penny. And Larry says, this is an awful coin collection. The reason for coin collection is they're worth something, or they mean something. Well, but they do, says Zoe. This is the, this is the nickel that my father gave me in change when we went to the World's Fair. He always used to give me change. So it's about that connection. And they do make a connection. The whole thing, it's breezy, it's neurotic. There's, 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 it really is quite, there's, most people are shouting most of the time. Actually, except Owen, who seems preternaturally calm because he doesn't quite know what's going on. And he doesn't quite understand the consequences of what he's done. He is so stunted by being with his mama all the time, he doesn't quite understand that murder has a consequence and violence has a consequence. There is a wonderful ending scene 
on the train. Which is, which is, well, Larry is pushed. He doesn't want to kill anybody. And actually he ends up, while he's trying to kill Mama, which has been set up by Owen, who then goes, I'm going out to the bowling alley. You, you do this. It's been set up by Owen. Generally, he ends up being hurt. For instance, it says Mama always puts her nightdress on this door when she's having a bath. He open, he undoes the door, and behind the door is a basement with stairs that go down. So he will push her through the door, and she will then fall down the stairs and die. Of course, it's not her that ends up in that way. Guess who? When Danny DeVito comes back and sees the door, is no longer there. He looks down and his mother comes into shot. It's your friend, he's dead! <laughs> That's a, a fairly accurate impression of the way she plays this. Now he doesn't want to kill her, but eventually she goes too far because the night was, she completes the sentence and that's about his writing. It all culminates on the train and there's some wonderful slapstick. It is a slapstick movie, this. It's a Hitchcockian slapstick movie. Hitchcock liked a bit of slapstick as well, certainly early on in his career. And he liked a little bit of comedy. Rope is full of it. And there's actually some of it in North by Northwest early on. Rob Reiner pops up here as Larry's agent. <laughs> Always lovely to see a little bit of work. Bramford Marsalis is in this as his mate Lester. Really good laid-back performance. Really nicely done. And the people in the class... <laughs> When they're reading their stories out, you have to watch it for the comedy of that. It's beautifully done. And in the end, do they connect? You'll have to watch to see, but it all ends out for the best, or all ends up for the best. But these people are all out to make a connection. They're desperately lonely, and they're stopped from connecting with people because of their own problems. Eliminating those problems is the way for them to connect. It's how they do it that really matters. And I think that you'll laugh all the way through watching them doing it. I won't throw this movie away. Not again. It was great to revisit it. Now, where's that remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Ta-ta. Thank you.